It's all over. Jennifer and I went to Starbucks. What, Friday? Sat down. And of course, the music was at an ear-piercing decibel level. But not Christmas music anymore. We're back to whatever they wanted to play. Right? And I was like, man, I, I was just getting ready for Christmas. Because for me, just this is me personally, like this is the best time of the year for me. After Christmas. There's so much you know, in a pastor's life anyway, of just getting ready, getting ready to celebrate and to lead worship and to do all of that. And I, and I love and enjoy all of that, but it's, but it's the afterwards when you can sort of press into Christmas and really reflect even more on what that means. And then, of course, in, you know, with, with the calendar that we follow, the fact that then the new year for us follows right on the heels of Christmas is, is such a great opportunity um, to begin thinking about uh, what, what new things might be being born in our lives as Jesus is born. Again, the calendar in the new year is sort of arbitrary, right? I mean, it, there isn't anything particularly different about January 1 than there was about December 31 in terms of our, you know, it's not the shortest day of the year or the longest day of the year, or there isn't some, something that aligns with the moon and the stars necessarily, uh, like, in, like, the, like ancient peoples used to, to think about. But I think it is a great time, whether you practice resolutions or, or any of that, to just to take some moments and reflect upon your life. And to reflect upon the story that we've just been bathed in. The story of Jesus' birth. The story of the song of Silent Night, Holy Night. That, and the ending of it. That Christ, the Savior, is born. For many people, that doesn't mean anything at all. It's just words in a song that they remember being sung at Christmas time. Or on the radio during, during Thanksgiving, because that's, you know, it starts November 1st, playing Christmas songs. It doesn't really mean anything to them because they don't have any idea what Christ means, what a Savior is, and why would we be celebrating the birth of such a thing or a person. But for those of us who come regularly, to worship. For those of us who have been steeped, perhaps, in Scripture, we can, too, sort of forget what it means. That it was a very new thing. That Christ being born was, and, and, and the way people told the story was sending a message to the world that your ways of doing things are going to die. That your ways are not the ways of life and of light. That there is a new way. And so Jesus' followers, after Jesus died and was, and was resurrected and ascended, they were called followers of the way. They weren't called Christians until later. They were called followers of the way because there was a new way to live. There was a new way to live. 
And today, thousands of years later, most people, when you ask them what they think of Christians, what do you think they say? What's that? Hypocrites, right? Judgmental, angry, rigid, right? All things that I think most of us, as we reflect on our lives, know that we probably are at some, at some points, right? If we're honest with ourselves and we make our own confession, right? Yes, sometimes I'm angry. Sometimes I'm hypocritical. Sometimes I'm rigid, right? But I hope not always. Those are things that I confess. <laughs> and so we, while we've come a long way and while Christians have done and continue to do many amazing things, I think the question is for us in a new day and a new year as we reflect on this is what is being born within each of us now? What is God calling each of us to let go of and to step into? What do we need to say, as a pastor said to me recently, what, what do we need to say a holy, H-O-L-Y, no to? Not saying that whatever it is that we're saying no to is bad, but just that we're letting it go, that we are not, we're not going to engage that. We've reflected and we don't believe that that is what God is calling us to do, whatever that is. And what might we say an enthusiastic and holy yes to in our lives? Because not just at the new year, but, but each and every day, there is an opportunity for us to embrace this new life that Jesus offers to us. No matter what happened yesterday, no matter what fight we got in with our spouse, no matter how, if we yelled at our kids, no, no matter if, if we were feeling sorry for ourselves, no matter if everything went horribly wrong and sideways and we're still reeling from it, no matter if we fell off the wagon, today is a day to get back on, to confess those sins to see what those calamities and those things have borne in us that then help us step forward in a new way, with a new way of life. What is being born in you? Because Christ was born in you. What is it? What is it that you need to stop hiding from? What truth do you need to tell to yourself? in order to take a step forward. And to reflect on your faith as well. What, what does the birth of Christ, what does his life, what do his teachings, what does his death and resurrection, what, what does it have to do with you? I think that's the question that we all have to ask and answer. And at different ports in our life, just so you know, um, that answer can change, Right? It's not just a, a one-time only confession of faith that then, boom, that's it. That's all I ever knew about Jesus. We, hopefully, anyway, we learn and grow and we change and our understandings deepen and move. And so, I just ask you to consider what, what new thing is God bringing into your life? Because he is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And there are new beginnings 
and new endings coming each and every day. And so may you embrace that Christ the Savior is born and may he be born brand new in you again this day and every day. Amen.